Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I knew David and Christine were going to get married because, you know, I met David. I saw a wedding announcement at my sister's house. So I was kind of curious to me that some of my family had been invited to the wedding. I'm really fine. I'm resolved with it. It's um, our relationship ended. She made the accusation that I had. Aren't we just so happy for them? Well, I'm just telling we're, a whole story. We're I just can't. so happy for them, right? That's what we <laughs> Hello, guys. Welcome back, and Happy New Year over here at Everyone's Business But Mine. We're in 2024, and we're reaching a new dawn, a new age, and a new chapter over here at Sister Wives. Um, if you guys were, like, on a break, just know that I was not. And last week, I did not one, but two episodes talking about the Sister Wives look-back specials and the Sister Wives talk-back specials that aired over the course of, you know, between Christmas and New Year's. So check that out. There were actually really good episodes. And I know a lot of you guys were trying to figure out how to access it because I think even as of now, it's not on the Max app, which is rude. I did hear, however, for those of you who have YouTube TV, that it saved in people's um, extras rather than the normal episodes. I don't have YouTube TV, so hopefully I'm <laughs> describing this in a way that makes sense. But yeah, it should be, if you have Sister Wives pre-saved on your YouTube TV, I think it should be in the extras section, wherever that is. For the rest of the y'all, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. They were good episodes too, and it's kind of a shame <laughs> to like 
not get eyes on the dynamic. But you know what? That's where I come in. So if you didn't watch the episodes, check them out last week. They're very clearly marked um, and you can hear what went on there if you're not able to watch them. But like I said, we're in a new dawn and I'm not even like, it's like not even really hyperbole because we're in like a completely different book of Sister Wives now. Christine is officially married. Where does that leave the show? Really? Let's get into it. So this was um, part one of the two-part Christine's wedding special happening this week and next week. I liked that they decided to switch up the opening credits because at first I was like, damn, we couldn't put a couple coins towards like a little bit more brighter opening credits for Christine in celebration of her wedding, but they did. They just tacked it on at the very end. So we do get the like, you know, when everybody's looking serious and, and, you know, looking at the sky and, and, you know, Robin with her eyebrows. So at the very end, you know, when Christine's ring falls to the ground, it suddenly floats back up and it's the eye in Christine and David's wedding. Now, why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't they have created one where it's like two rings together, you know, in like maybe even a heart shape? Y'all got to get me in the boardroom. Okay. Cause like two seconds and I thought about that, but it's a new dawn. It's a new day. We're here. Congrats, Christine. They've been dating for about 10 months. They're getting married in their 11th month of their relationship. It's super exciting. We're doing side-by-side interviews with David. He's telling us, you know, like, I'm a little nervous. But I'm actually just more excited to make Christine my wife. Christine says she gives us all the little breakdown that we got in the uh, Sister Wives. There are too many titles. (laughs) The one-on-ones where we meet David. That she stalked him online. That she, like, hunted him down like prey. She's scrolling through those pictures. She liked what she saw. She liked the bald head. She liked the blue eyes. She liked the smile. She's like, I want that man looking at me for the rest of my life. He's like, yeah, she did. She was kind of of aggressive. It went from messaging you on the app to let's talk on the phone, texting, let's meet. He's like, all right, girl. She knows what she wants and I'm going to give it to her. Okay. So let's get into who's going to the wedding, right? It's her two moms. Annie that we know, the other one that we're not super familiar with. Apparently she's got like 10 siblings. All of them are going to be coming except for one. We don't get any explanation as to who that is or why they're not coming. And then also, of course, we know Janelle and her kids. No Mary, no Robin, none for you, Cody, none for you. David says in a confessional that for all his dates, because he's got hella kids, he would tell them pretty quickly, yo, just so you know, I've got eight, eight chillins, okay? Eight chillins that I'm taking care of. And that he would like, you know, be like, okay, what did their face look like? He said, Christine did pause a little bit. She was like, no, I didn't. He's like, yes, you did. But she is also fully down. She says, because she was like, oh, great. That means that he can take care of my kids and then some like handle them, right? Then in walks McKelty, because this is like the couple days before the wedding. She got some Airbnbs that her family's going to be staying at. So they're hanging out there talking wedding stuff. McKelty and Tony walk in, or what's left of them anyway, because both of them have lost, lost hella weight. Tony's like, 
you know, it's it's hard because I really like every time I close my eyes, I picture a little critter. But now I have to picture a long haired little critter who's gone to CrossFit. And that's just like very jarring for me to have to adjust to. Then Christine gives her side of the I've got hella kids story by telling David um, on the second date, just so you know, I used to be the third of like four wives and we've all got 18 kids. Also, we're kind of public. We're on TV. And his response, according to her, was, and I quote, girl, I don't live under a rock. <laughs> Which really cracked me up because I would like to know more about that. Like, David, expand. Did it make you feel weird? Did taking that on? I mean, I know they asked him about that. Suki asked him about that in the tell all. And he was like, well, no, I just figured this whole thing isn't going to last forever, but my relationship, I'm planning on it, so I don't really mind, but I would have liked to know more about that. I really would have. And then we, this episode's kind of jarring because it goes from Christine's love bubble in Utah to everybody else. So we see Cody in his natural habitat. He's outside cutting down trees in a polo shirt. You know, the gloves are on, the visor, and also the gloves are off in a metaphoric sort of way so he sits down with his bump on a log wife just two bumps and a log doing this interview outside where he says that he knew christine and david were going to get married because he's met david and then he goes oh you know and i uh <laughs> happened to see uh their wedding announcement at my sister's house and <laughs> it, just kind of curious to me that some of my family hadn't been invited but i'm really fine you know, I'm resolved with this and Christine's made some accusations and blah, blah. And he's just like fucking in, on a loop, right? The, the same loop that we've seen him be on for years now. So Robin has to lean over and, and say, aren't we just happy for them? And Cody says, well, I was just trying to give them like us. I was just trying to give them the whole story. We're so happy for them, right? That's what we want. Yeah, but I'm I'm just telling my story. So, you know, Christine said to her kids, dad has a soulmate. I'm going to go look for mine. So, you know, she says she found her soulmate. And that's what I was trying to say. And Robin just looks at him like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> he goes, what? Just because I've been angry for three years doesn't mean I can't be happy for them to have a wedding. And so Robin's like, all right, cool. And then she looks at the camera and goes, I just hope that Christine and David could be happy. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, girl. Back to the Airbnb. McKelty says that she and David really like each other a lot and that they're kind of at the point where they can tease each other and, you know, joke. And that's how you know she really likes him. Which actually brings us to a couple things that have happened. Um, first of all, in um, preparation, probably not be the word, but... In anticipation, I would say, of this episode, Christine posted um, on her Instagram story something that was a little bit, um, I would say, interesting. An interesting caption. It's a picture of uh, her with her daughters. The top picture is her hugging McKelty. And then the other one is a picture of her with uh, Aspen, McKelty, Isabel. By the way, Gwen was not there. Now, there was like a little bit of 
controversy. One, because I guess McKelty had gone and said, like, she had no idea that Gwen wasn't going to be at the wedding until she got there. And she was just, like, very confused as to why that was. And she didn't know why. Gwen did come out and say that she was busy work stuff, home stuff, college stuff. She was wrapping up. It was just crazy. But she had a conversation with Christine, her mom. Her mom totally understood, was chill about it, and took her off the list immediately. Like, there was no drama or anything like that. However, back to this Instagram story. Um, The original caption that Christine posted was, I will... I'll always forever be grateful to at McKelty P for accepting at David Woolley into my life before the rest of my kids. She's in all caps, always been so supportive and all caps loves David. They have an incredible relationship. Now, as we all know, you know, McKelty's been basically the one child, adult child in the family who's maintained relationships with both Cody and Robin and Christine out of Christine's family. So it just felt a little bit like a shot fired. I did not see the comments. However, they could not have been good because Christine ended up changing the caption and turning the comments off on that particular post. So the caption now reads, I'll always forever be grateful to McKelty for enthusiastically accepting David Woolley into my life. She's always been so supportive and loves David. They have an incredible relationship. Now, what do we think about that? Like, I don't know. Every time Christine is like a little bit immature and shady towards Cody and or Robin, I'm like, let her, let her do it. You know, (laughs) let her hit, let her hit. But I do feel like, okay, at some point, maybe we got to like take our hater shades off and just celebrate the moment and your new life and your marriage. And, you know, at some point it comes off a little petty. I'm still giggling, but I, I clearly something hit her hard and other people felt differently. Otherwise, she would have not turned those comments off. But anyway, back to the show, McKelty and... Tony and David are all talking about how they have Mexican family members. Tony's Mexican. And then we find out that David actually has two sisters who are involved in polygamy and plural marriage that live in Mexico. But trust and believe he and Christine had this conversation about whether or not he was going to be down to clown in a plural marriage. And he was like, no, ma'am, we don't even speak that name in my house. Respectfully, absolutely not. Not going to happen. Thank you. So then we get to um, McKelty, like, try to throw some shots at, like, oh, you guys got married so quickly. Why didn't you guys wait? Like, you and dad made me had to wait for Tony, blah, blah, blah. So Christine says in a confessional that she actually kind of fibbed a little and has been telling people that she and David have been together for a year when it's actually only been 11 months. She does say that it has gone fast. This relationship has gone quickly. And she really had no intentions initially of like hopping into that serious of a relationship so quickly. She was like, it was hot, hot girl summer, living her best life, having fun. She's got the matchmaker. She's got the apps. She's like trying all the ice cream flavors, as Tony said, you know, in a, in a coquettish sort of way. Then she tells us, actually, it's a secret. I had, she had double booked, double booked on it. Her first date 
with David, had plans with another guy later that night, but then she says, I went on this date, called, the guy canceled on him, and then called the matchmaker, and I was like, I will no longer be needing your services. I found him. Thank you. After that, the girls have a little spa day, and then I feel like this lady was kind of a scammer, because she pulls up to the house, and her job, I guess, is DIY facials, so you just show up and you sell your skincare products to people and then tell them to do it themselves and wash their face. Good for you, girl. Like, no liability. <laughs> I love that. I really, really love that. Then we have a little side conversation with the older sisters in Truly. So it's Isabel, McKelty, and Aspen talking to Truly about, are you excited about the wedding? Are you excited about mom having a new husband? And she's like, well, I mean, I already live with them, right? I already refer to David and her as husband and wife already. <laughs> and mom tells me, we're not married yet. So then they ask McKelty if it will be an adjustment for her. And she's like, not at all. Not at all. I've already accepted him as our stepfather. <laughs> and Aspen goes, stepfather? <laughs> Just straight up laughs. So Christine then says that she asked if Truly was nervous about moving in with David. And that's something I would like to know. Okay, if y'all have been together for 11 months, at what point did David move into the house? How long have you guys all been living full time? Maybe that's for next season, but I would really be curious about that. So Truly told her, I'm just like a little bit nervous. And when Christine was like, well, I'm nervous. And she was like, okay, well, maybe I'm like a lot nervous. And then they... This was sad. Had a conversation where they realized that none of them had lived full-time with a man ever. So they they weren't even sure what that would be like. Wow. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, when it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. 
BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. Wow. The only child of David's that we end up meeting is one of his daughters named Reagan, who Reagan had jokes. And I was giggling because at one point while Christine was getting her makeup done, um, she makes a passing comment to Reagan like, oh, like, you know how crazy I am. Like, I'm glad you know how crazy I am now. And Reagan says, yeah, like, it did take a while for me to figure it out. But then I realized when I heard all of your children's names. <laughs> Well, damn, Reagan. <laughs> and now we said it. Okay. Al, all of a sudden, again, another very jarring scene with Mary doing her ookiest and spookiest down at the, at the haunted mansion. She's putting up little ghosts on the outside on the porch. She's wearing a t-shirt that says resting witch face. God bless her. Keeping the um sassy tea, sassy ring tea industry in business. Only, only Mary. And we, we thank her for that. She says she knows about the wedding. Obviously, she and Christine and the whole family have had a lot of conflict that kind of let, led to this whole thing. You know, their family being the coyote past the families at this point. And yeah, it's like sad, but she's really happy that Christine has found her person. She's found her happiness. And Mary's on a loop. And I don't necessarily mean it in a bad way. I believe her a lot more than I believe, say, Robin being like, we're really happy for them. Right, Cody? I believe Mary when she's like, I think she deserves happiness. Both of us were in a situation we were where we were in a relationship with a dude who didn't want us. She deserves happiness, and I hope the same for me. Now, maybe her well-wishing is, you know potentially putting good karma out there for herself in the future but that's okay as long as she says it as long as I believe it the bar's low all you have to do is make me believe you more than anything that Robin says at any given moment and that's it that I'm I'm gullible I'll take it then we get back to Christine's facial party um oh no 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 sorry after that the next day we have the wedding rehearsal Aspen's taking charge. She's in her vegan leather jumpsuit, camel colored, and she's got things to say. Christine says that when she's in her boss mode, she's actually a little bit scared of Aspen. I want to know more about Aspen's story. This like 30 minutes that we've spent with her so far, I want to know so much more. I want to know what conditioner are you guys girls, girls using, first of all? Why? Is this a Utah thing? I think it might be. The extra long hair. It's interesting. And I also want to know like what the girl's relationship to their religion is and how that ties into their hair choices. Their hair is beautiful, long, gorgeous. I'm just curious as to why they've all gone waist length. I think that's a fair question. So, Julie's going to be the flower girl. Peyton's going to be walking Christine most of the way down the aisle. Her father's been sick for like 15 years. So to adjust to, you know, anything that may come up with him, they're just going to make it easy. He's just going to walk her like, you know, from the first row over to David. <clears throat> the view, 
stunning. Stunning. They're like right on the Colorado River. They're in Moab. The just like gorgeous clay or whatever they are, red rock mountains in the to the left. Even the fact that the Colorado River is like not pristine, clear and blue, it's just like kind of muddy color really goes with the whole vibe. Like I'm not even shading you. It is gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's not my thing. I'm not like a hiker or whatever. But it's giving. It's really giving. Um, have you guys noticed that we haven't really heard much from Peyton? Is he on lockdown? Is he on punishment since that podcast that he did? That was like seven hours long where he told everybody's business. Did he get in trouble for that? <laughs> Just curious. Because we have not heard anything from him this season. What did he say? What was like the last explosive thing he said? I feel like, oh, maybe it was earlier this season where they were talking about the um, group chat that went left with Chris, with uh, Robin over Christmas. I could be wrong about that. It's been a long, it's been a long year, okay? <laughs> but I wonder that why we didn't hear anything from Peyton, considering he has such an integral role in the wedding. It seems to be such a big deal, right? Maybe we'll see him next episode. So they have a side-by-side interview with is Aspen, Isabel, Christine's mom, Annie, who gets, like, really kind of emotional about this whole moment. And a producer asks Annie, how are you feeling? And then Isabel, like, kind of tacks it on and is like, yeah, especially compared to mom's first wedding. And Annie's like, oh, well, I wasn't even there for the first one because, you know, she left the church. The kind of wedding that she and Cody had it was just church members only. So her dad, like the, another reason why it's like so much more important that her dad is there walking her down the aisles because he was one of the few people who was at the first wedding. And now she wants him to be at, you know, a good wedding. So Annie says that Christine is has been like the most courageous, amazing person she knows, which is a lot to say considering how she left her whole life and how she and Christine even didn't have a relationship for like years because she left the church. So she would find Christine even more courageous than her. I find interesting and how excited she is for Christine. So Cody says in a confessional that his wedding with Christine, like, of course, we can't help but be rude. That wedding was a little lackluster because he had a thousand yard stare and the two other wives weren't really best friends or in the best emotional condition with Christine and it just wasn't a great day because he didn't think that they were all that close so if she's doing something wonderful and fantastic and beautiful and David's digging on her then good for them I'm sure David's doing a lot of digging okay call him Bob the Builder on that never mind okay I yeah the digging is why they're getting married so quickly and good for them he's digging her down real bad so what do you mean? Like, what does a thousand yard stare mean? Like, just talk normal. Fucking nerd. Like, you weren't into it. I don't know. Why did you, if, if the reason why, part of the reason why your wedding was bad was because your three chicks weren't getting along. Did you think maybe that would be something that you should figure out before you got married? Or, oh, was it Christine forced you? Sorry, I forgot that Christine and Janelle forced their way into your life and into a lifelong commitment with you by force. I forgot that that was how the story changed. And I'm sorry for burping if you heard that, you guys. But like that man gives me indigestion. It's not my fault. 
If he stop lying, okay? It hurts my body. <laughs> Gives me gas. <laughs> His lies give me gas. So then, um, after the wedding rehearsal, they go on this like barge. What's a barge? Sometimes when I don't know what like maritime vehicles are and it's just like a flat thing, I say that's a barge, but I don't honestly gun to my head like Janelle did with Cody apparently. I don't know what a barge is. I, to me, a barge is like a flat piece of something and it's large. And like maybe it carries like cargo or something and, and then you could party on it. Anyway, they were on some sort of like party barge. I'm just going to call it a barge. I don't care. You don't have to correct me cuz I I don't don't give a shit. But it's like a something I've never seen before, but they're cruising down the Colorado River. It's just like a bunch of seats it's like movie theater stadium seating but you can party on it christine is chugging a whole can of Michelob ultra <laughs> like you do on a you know october afternoon in utah i guess <laughs> but like rock on i'm loving christine's attitude i'm loving that she'll take a beer from her son or janelle's son and then chug it and be like yeah like she almost crushed it on his forehead like she was down she was so down to clown and i love to see it you know, like, last marriage she was in, they went on a girl's trip and acted like having even a whisper of wine was going to send them into some sort of shame spiral. So, I'm loving this. Like, she's like a 19-year-old a again. Like, something about this wedding was giving, we're like the first people in our friend group to get married. You know what I mean? But it's different now because they've got a little bit of money. So, it's not like, we're not like having a party where we're splitting sub sandwiches and a kegger of natty ice. Like this is, I mean, it's Michelob Ultra on a boat, but you know what I mean? Like it's a lot more fun. I will say that. So Christine tells people, Hey, speak now or forever. Hold your peace. If you guys want to do a speech, now would be the time. And Janelle of all people is the one who gets up first, which is actually shocking to me because you know, Janelle does not want to be in the spotlight. Fair enough. Most of the times we see her shying away is because the wives and Cody have tried to rope her into some corny fucking graduation dance to the Bee Gees or whatever. So, honestly, I probably would be like, oh, this is not for me. I'm an introvert. I can't do it. But she does get up first and she says, this is like a fairy tale. And she's really happy to be part of it. And she's like, you know, thank me for letting me, thank you for letting me be part of the deal. You've been loving my children and letting me love your children. And I just, like, I'm really grateful. And, like, thank you for just, like... Because, you know, Christine said... I don't know if you guys knew this, but Christine said in an interview that she told David... Janelle's a... I think maybe she talked about this on the show. That, like, anybody who dates me, Janelle's a package deal. Her kids are coming with me. We're a whole unit. So if you can't handle it, kick rocks, baby. So apparently Janelle and David have this incredible relationship. And he's, like... A friend immediately to everybody. But she says in a confessional, <clears throat> excuse me, that now that Christine's getting married, like the million dollar question for her is, you know, when are you? When's it your turn? She's like, I have a whole bunch of big plans with my life that don't involve getting married or even have a man around. So <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I actually feel like I was talking, you know, we were talking to Liz not too long ago, and I just feel like she needs a long-haul trucker. She needs a man who has a job. He's gone four nights a week. He comes in, like, you know, he's on, like, a Thursday to Monday. 
and they can go hiking. They can go on their little adventures. He's got a truck, so it can carry their fifth wheel that she bought, and they can actually use it, and they can all sleep with the dogs in bed, and I think that would be really good for her. I really do. I I like that lifestyle for her. So after they get off the boat, there's a pretty emotional moment with Christine and her dad, who shows up, Rex, his name is, and she goes up to him, and they're like just locked in this embrace and he's talking in her ear and he's like, I'm so happy for you. These years are going to be much better than the last 20 or so that you've had. And here you are, you've got this wonderful man. He loves you a lot. And that's really neat because <laughs> he's going to treat you good for a long time. And Christine tells David in a confessional what her dad says. And she's like, you know, I, I honestly think that my dad's been upset with Cody for a while now. Well, like, let's unpack that. I want to know, like, there's, what, nine other siblings in this family. Clearly, some of them know. What I really would love is a conversation between any of Cody's siblings that are attending this wedding and Christine about their brother and the dissolution of their marriage and how they feel about it and how they feel about Christine and how they feel about their brother. I would love to know. Who's the sister whose house that he went over and saw that invitation? Let's get a mic pack on her. I want to hear her thoughts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. After that, we hear from Maddie, which has been the first time in quite a while. She's in an interview with her husband, Caleb, and her brother, Hunter, and Maddie's like, it's weird like it's really weird that the rest of the family is not here like I'm really sad about that but I also love David and his family so it's just kind of like a complex sort of situation right now so David's getting ready it's like now the official wedding day (coughs) my god you guys the devil's coming out of me it's a wedding day Christine's getting ready David's got his own little cabin where He's with the boys. Tony's there. Mitch is there. And David says in a confessional that Christine is like a unicorn. (laughs) This man. No wonder. Imagine a man telling Christine Brown, you're like a unicorn. Like, it's you're like the sort of thing that I don't think I can touch, but I actually can. Of course she's marrying him. Oh my God. The Disney love songs that played that, that night. When he called her a unicorn the first time. Can you only imagine? Can you only imagine? And not Cruella, because we know she's down for her. But, you know, like an actual princess. I'm thinking, like, who is who is her, like... 
And you know, it truly makes so much sense now, now that I think about it, that Christine really goes up for a Disney villain. Like, I am understanding Truly's vibe now. Things are becoming clear for me. And that's very funny. Um, that They just, like, tap into each other's dark side. <laughs> that's hilarious for me. So basically, Tony asks David... Or David actually asks Tony, do you have any advice for me? And, and Tony's like, well, what, what can I tell you? Like, you're 50. Can, has this man ever, like, it's like he's never considered um, social cues and niceties and just generally being polite. Like, it's never once occurred to him to not be like, what can I tell you? You're old, man. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So the guy who's marrying them is also there. He happened to marry one of David's daughters a few years ago. And he says in a confessional that Christine had a few ground rules because his very first question upon being asked, will you marry us, was, can I be inappropriate? And Christine was like, absolutely not. No, you cannot. What you can do is talk about how much you love us and talk about like finding love in, you know, later in life. But don't be inappropriate. No dick jokes, weirdo. <clears throat> then, McKelty and Aspen and Isabel take the lead on giving Christine, you know, the classic something old, new, borrowed blue for her wedding gift. These, the Cody Brown jumped out. Like, I'm sorry, ladies, but we don't even have to spend any money, really. But Isabel... Putting, gluing two pennies to her shoes. And that's it. That's it? Was that the old? She said it was like an old German um, tradition because it, you know, promotes prosperity or whatever. And that's very nice. But two pennies? And I can't even use them. We're going to be glued to my shoes for the rest. So, honestly, you gave me money that I'm eventually going to have to throw away. So, thanks a lot. And you ruin the value of the shoes by putting stuff... In, like, you can't give those to Plato's Closet, can you? Can Will Buffalo Exchange accept those? Rude? I mean, not that they were going to accept sequin flat... I mean, maybe they would in Utah. Oh, let me take that back. Okay. But anyway, like, girl... I mean, it was, like, cute. I don't know. You know, there's, like, the thought that counts kind of gifts, and I love those. But, like, this just felt like... You know how, like, sometimes people do the least, and you're just like, I would have rather you have done nothing, you know? Like, have you ever gotten a bad gift from somebody, and you're like, I would have rather you just not even acknowledge my birthday at all than give me this peach candle that you dug out of your trunk. And we both know it, you know? (laughs) Just like... Yeah, I would. you would actually respect me more if you just didn't give me anything. Thank you. I'm sounding very ungrateful. This is probably why I don't have a man. <laughs> Drag me. Um, so anyway, after that, what was the next gift? Oh, Aspen actually did spend a little coin by giving her a bracelet that says C&D for Christine and David on it. Um, but she also gives her her earrings that she wore in her wedding. And I do think that is, like, nice. But just, like... For me, there's an ick factor, but it's like, do you? But I'm like, ooh, it's just like ears. I don't know. Something about ears. It's just like, ugh. it's like those were inside of you in some form or fashion. And I just like don't want to wear anything that's been inside of somebody. 
even if it's just like a little prong. I don't know. It's just like it. It's just one of my things. It's just one of my things. It's like skeeving me out to say about it. And I know you could rub alcohol on it, but it's still it's like not enough. You know, just not enough for me. Maybe I need to talk to somebody about that because like I'm I'm not even wearing them, and they're it's really bothering me that she did. Oh, let's move on because I'm actually like feeling feeling lightheaded thinking about it. Um. <clears throat> So the bracelet was new. What did McKelty give her? Oh, some knives that she and Tony had for their wedding that they cut the cake with. Thanks. Again, you fish that out of a box or your drawer. Do people keep, is that like a thing? That's, this is a genuine question. Do people keep the knife? Because those just look like normal cake knives. It wasn't like they were engraved or anything. Do people do that? Is that like a, a wedding tradition? Sound off in the comments. I actually want to know. Um, so then after that, Aspen and Isabella are curling each other's extremely long and healthy hair and Aspen's like curling her hair and Isabel's got some questions. She goes, do you think it's weird that like, should we call David stepdad? And Aspen looks at her like, it's maybe the first time it's ever dawned on her. She goes, I'm not calling him that. And I genuinely don't think she was trying to be shady. I think she's just like. I mean, how old is Aspen? Like, over, like, 30? Probably, like, I'm not really needing a stepdaddy. I'm good. He's my mom's husband. Um, Truly, I think says she does call him stepdad. I think she does. Isabel was on the fence about it. Um, Cody says something about, like, well, the only person who would really say it was truly, but I don't think she would. But, like, maybe. But, like, I don't think so. You know it would irk him so bad. Just do it once. Just do it once on camera for me, truly. For the world. <laughs> Just play it on a loop for Cody. Hi, Dad. Hi, Stepdad. And have them wear, like, matching Hufflepuff hoodies or something. Whatever whatever house she belongs to. Is it Slytherin? She's giving Ravenclaw. I don't really know what that means, but it seems like semi-goth. I think she might be Ravenclaw. Anyway, let me let me finish this. I feel like I'm bothering you guys. <laughs> so, basically, what happened after that? Oh, um, Isabel told this really sweet story to Christine about the moment she knew that David was going to be good for her mom. And she said they were out of town somewhere. And he just kind of like easy breezy, like it was nothing, offhanded, just looked at Christine and was like, oh, I love you so much. And it was just like so natural to her that she's like, I just never heard anybody say that to you and I was like oh well that's it and then even she gets kind of emotional like I had never experienced not even my mom but like I've never seen a love like that and also like seeing my mom receive that was like extra special for me and that was a really nice moment with them um she does say Christine say something that I found really interesting which is that when she was at Maddie's wedding. That was the first time she realized she saw the wedding day bride glow in Maddie and was like, damn, I never had that on my wedding day. And that was like a really hard day for her because of it. So the episode ends with everybody. They're getting ready to walk to the wedding venue. And Christine says, you know, David loves me more than anybody who's ever loved me before. So they walk into the John Wayne suite to get ready and Christine just sitting on the floor just kind of like you can tell she's very like introspective in this moment and they ask her oh, are you processing and she's like yeah I'm just kind of taking the moment and she says 
this is the best feeling in the world. And I hope every bride feels like this. And then she kicks herself up in her Barbie pink wedges and heads off to her future. Oh, that was poetic. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. Happy New Year. We'll be back with part two next week. Love you. Bye.